Hey guys, Jamie here. Thank you so much and welcome to the next episode. Learn, grow, do, repeat. We are going to be keeping it raw. We'll be keeping it real. There's lots of great stories to share, lots of great learnings and lots of great experiences that we can't wait to get out to you. Make sure you subscribe to the show. Follow myself, follow the amazing guests we have on the show. Also, make sure you leave a beautiful review afterwards. And don't forget today to be great. And welcome to the next episode. Learn, grow, do, repeat with Jamie Tatino. Today, we have a very special guest on board with us today that you guys are going to be hearing from. Uh, it builds an incredible online training and coaching brand, Team Destroy, and I have a very interesting question about that. Uh, at the same time, built a, a huge personal brand, uh, the host of the Bikini Podcast, someone I met two, maybe three, maybe four years ago. Uh, we've always touched, uh, kept in touch in base. Uh, a very grounded and very educated human could potentially be known as, if not already known as, the pro creator in the bikini world. <laughs> we have... Troy Thornton, thank you so much, buddy, for joining us. Jamie, thank you for having me on. I appreciate your time, uh, and thank you so much for being here. We're going to get stuck straight into rapid fire so the listeners know what's coming up, uh, and you have no idea what's coming your way, which is exciting. Favorite song right now? Oof, I'm old school, man. I'm like Metallica, like, for whom the bell tolls. How about that one? Metallica, love it. Yeah. Favorite song to get you pumped up? Master of Puppets. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a Metallica diehard fan that's it love it favourite movie Lord of the Rings Lord of the Rings okay okay favourite book ooh that's a tough one man I'm just going to say Relentless it's the first thing that came to my mind how good is it yeah Tim Grover how good is it man gold uh, go to meal it doesn't have to be diet it's just anything anytime anywhere any meal I'm going to get spaghetti marinara and we'll put some cheese on that bitch <laughs> Can't leave the cheese off. I love it. <laughs> you gotta put the cheese on. <laughs> Can't leave the cheese off. I love it. Favorite TV show? Oh, I don't even really watch TV, so uh, I can't stop. Can't answer that. That's pretty lame. Yeah, no, I watch TV. Something. Um, how about value tainment on YouTube? <laughs> Which one? Value tainment on YouTube. <laughs> I'll pay that. I'll pay that. It's it's yeah. on every week, maybe every month. So we'll give it a TV show. Uh, your biggest celebrity slash sporting idol growing up? Jordan. One thing that you hate or dislike and you can't say coriander? Uh, people that bullshit. Okay. Funniest or craziest thing you've done? Wow. I don't know. I can't say that on air. <laughs> <laughs> give us, give us a, a, a live uh, oh, wow. friendly one. The craziest thing I've done? Jeez. I don't even know. Like That is a good question. I, just, I don't know. I just do as I feel like sometimes. But now, now I'm a bit more sort of level-headed but i'll just back in the day i just literally do what i'd feel like and Move that can wrong, just be right, anything you just doesn't matter if it broke the rules break the law break the rules break the law i did it all unfortunately <laughs> we'll leave that there how about that um love it book or audiobook definitely a book i love i love opening a book and smelling it like there's nothing beats a like fresh of a smell book that's a True. creepy thing to say Grab but <laughs> absolutely love it hold it good uh summer or winter summer Sum up your mindset in one word. Focused. Proudest moment personally and then from a business perspective. Wow, that's so interesting. Proudest moment personally. You know, I've got to actually reflect on it. I'm not, I can't come up with anything that just goes boom straight away. And business-wise, I don't know. I'm never satisfied. I'm just, I just want more. So I, I can't really comment on that. To, to date? To date, Probably like in the bikini world, winning the first IFB Pro Card. That was pretty cool. One of my competitors. Yeah. 
Yeah, obviously you didn't win the pro card. I, I didn't win the bikini <laughs> pro card. Jeez. <laughs> One of my competitors, yeah. That was just clarifying cool. that for those listeners out there, just in case. <laughs> Love it. Um, tell us something that no one knows about you. Hmm. I'm an overthinker. I'm not sure if that's public knowledge, but I'm an overthinker. I like, okay. I'm, yeah, definitely an overthinker. So not really a procrastinator, but more of an overthinker. A bit of both. Hey, well, you know what? Procrastination. I mean, you give me a task to do, I'll do it. And like, I just get things done, but I do overthink things. So I, I think about every possible solution. Yeah. And I think it's important to be, you need to be a detailed person, right? It needs to be a bit of that. There has to definitely be a worst case scenario, sort of what happens if this happens? Uh, Absolutely. Believe me, definitely. Your greatest, now I use this word, but it doesn't have, you don't, you can replace it with something else. Your greatest failure that ended up being your best lesson. Hmm. I would say getting fired at, at my last job at the Arnold. Fired. Yep. And then the best lesson came from that? Yeah, best lesson was just to invest time in yourself. Huh. And, and that's definitely what I've done more Good. so recently. Yeah, like investing it. time in yourself not investing it in someone else's venture. I got you. I like it. I like it. If you could choose one person in the world to have lunch with, two hour time limit, past or present, dead or alive, who would it be? Donald Trump. What's the first thing you'd ask him? Wow. I have no idea. I, <laughs> I just want to know. I just want to know, like, he's like one of the most interesting characters and he's the most confident He's just like robust, right? Totally. He's just ro- completely he robust. It. He owns it. He owns everything. He knows how to, he's the most political person I've ever seen. He's not politically correct at the same time, totally. which blows my mind. And mm. I just think that, yeah, he's one of the most interesting people, at least in our time. Totally, totally. For what he's been able to do, uh, and well, I guess what we see on the media that tell us what he's been able to do uh, is, is pretty cool. What was 10-year-old Troy like? Oh, I was a terror, absolute terror. Probably like didn't have ADD, but probably should have like, you know, been diagnosed, just a crazy kid. Like, do not give this kid sugar. Do not give him cordial. (laughs) No red cordial. Absolutely not. Red, red's the word red. That would set me off. (laughs) Game over. Forget about it. Game over. Last question uh, of rapid fire. What's one trait or quality that if you had to look at the five closest people that you associate with, uh, that you see consistent around through yourself and then them as well? How many words do you say? One. Loyalty. Loyalty. Yeah. Love it. Love it. That's rapid fire. That was hey, that was pretty good. I got, okay, good. I feel like I got owned there. I got... <laughs> no, 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 no. We're just about, well, it's good for the listeners, the listeners to get to know that you're a bit of an overthinker. Uh, spaghetti marinara, you said, for go-to meal with cheese. Can't leave the cheese out. The cheese uh, is what makes it. I, I just, you know what? I like to eat food that I don't make myself. So yes. I don't really do... Yes, finally I, someone... I hate going to restaurants with people and they just get like the stuff they eat at home. It's like, bro, you come to a restaurant, get something that you can't make at home. Absolutely. different. That's why Italian, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Italian food, mate. Don't worry about it. My mom got it all taken care of. So look, I wanted to touch on a little bit of the story and and how you got to where you are now. But we are obviously in the middle of COVID. I'm not going to ask you the sort of the standard COVID questions. But what I'm going to ask you is what did you learn about yourself during, or have you learned about yourself so far during COVID? I, I think that time alone is important. I think it's very important for self-reflection. I think it's really important to assess what you're doing every day. So it's like, you know, are you the person that you want to be? So setting goals is something that I've, I've, I've started to do again and getting back into my affirmations. And mm-hmm. I have this morning thing where 
I have about six questions that I go through and I review my performance from yesterday. So I go nice. through the questions and answer them and go, all right, look, things that I could have done better, for example. Yeah. You know, is it possible that anyone else out there is working harder than me? That's one of the questions that I really have. And the answer is always yes. Totally. So that, that gets you going. And yeah. um, it just sets the tone for the day. So I'm like, okay, less YouTube or less whatever I was doing. Or did I go for a break? Did I go for a walk? Sometimes I just mm. sit at the desk all day. And I'm like, hold on, I actually need to have a break and yeah. not eat at the computer. Totally. Totally. It's a bit of more reflection time, more Troy time, more, more I guess, on how to make you a better person. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you got to have me time. at a higher level. So that's have what me, COVID sort of exposed for you. Yeah, got to have me time. And, but I would say it's really got me in the good habits, just focus working totally. every day. And I'm not, I have no distractions. That's probably the best thing about COVID. It's just complete tunnel vision. Totally. Absolutely. There's not a lot of outsideness happening. We're all sort of in the same boat. So you're just sort of focusing on what you need to do and which, what you said, your mindset in one word, focused. Um, from a business, business perspective, did you have to change much of what you were doing inside the business or were you already sort of set up online ready for that that's no, so was all, all online anyway um before covid so nothing really changed initially when covid did hit it's like oh everyone panicked so clients all of a sudden oh i've lost my job and there was no uh what was it the job seeker was that what they call it yeah job um, seeker, was, job was, yeah there's none of that at the moment uh at that time sorry and i was like okay lost a bit of took a bit of a hit probably lost about 60 percent of my clients yeah. didn't bother me because i was still afloat making i can't complain i make decent money so yeah yeah and then um, I was like, okay, what am I going to do during this time? And I was like, okay, yeah. read, study, did a bit of consume, went down that rabbit hole looking at conspiracies, probably totally. like, I think I did. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I did that for a good solid, probably about a week to two weeks. And I reckon after two weeks, I thought, what am I doing? I need to refocus. Mm, mm, so, mm. you know, uh, refocus because you don't know what's going on. It's like, I need to make sense of this. It's like, yeah. what am I, like, what is COVID? Why are we locked up? And it's I want to research. Your own learning you wanted from it. Absolutely. And then once you sort of realize the rabbit hole just continues, I was like, okay, need to get back on track and set some goals. And then once I did focus back on, you know, the business stuff then you know, everything sort of worked out and yeah. started moving forward again. So you got yourself right in a way. And then it sort of reflected back onto the business as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Good, good, good. Let's go right back now to the, to when Troy was a bit of a, a terror as a 10 year old. Um, how did you sort of get into the whole fitness space like were you already into sports athlete like were you a footy player did you do that and then you sort of fell into the gym like how did you even get into that space so it was interesting growing up um my dad was always definitely encouraging us to play sports so athletics track and field athlete yeah played football as well and i could have been a really good athlete but i was probably a little bit too distracted like made the league team but didn't train was one of those kids that was just like no i'm not gonna train I've got better things to do, right? Turn up and dominate. I was like the opposite. No, but you know what? I was the opposite. I was competitive, but I didn't have the work ethic that I like. I need uh, to train. Yeah. That yeah. was the issue. So talented, yeah. but no work ethic. Yeah. That's yeah. how it was. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, you, when you're talented, you can somewhat get away with not doing work for a while, yeah. then eventually it catches up. Totally. And then you go hang around with the wrong people and you're distracted and all of a sudden you're not making the league team anymore, you yeah. know? And then mm. um, I was like, all right, it was all this tall and skinny kid and I was like I need to be confident with myself as well so just like anyone else like I want to build a physique I want to feel good I want to look good join the gym and had no interest of sort of going down the bodybuilding road but I you know when you're sort of developing your physique you're like oh I just want to get a chest and have some abs I want to get some arms you know I want to look good in a singlet yeah and then it's like I want to look good in a at the beach forget the singlet totally. <laughs> and you know it was, uh, I was probably encouraged by some local guys in the gym that was like, Hey, look, you should look into bodybuilding. And I was like, what's that? Like, I don't even know what it is. Yeah. You know? yeah. I had no idea what it was. And they're like, Oh, you should look into it. So I did that. And then it probably started something and I haven't really stopped. 
look back on. Yeah, definitely. So how did you, did you just, the first time you went into the gym, was that just because of all sports and didn't really want you, but you wanted to do something. So you just got into the gym world. Yeah. So I was, uh, what was I doing? I believe my dad encouraged me to do weights for football. Yeah. So I started training in the backyard when I was 15 years old Yeah. and then transitions. It was funny. Like I would never skip a weight session. Right. Mm. But I, you know, if I, for example, like I'd go to footy training, I trained really hard when I was at footy. Like I was like, no, I'm going to train hard when I'm there. And I took it seriously. I wasn't the one that was sort of joking around like yeah. as some kids do, but I wouldn't do any extras. Yeah. Okay. That was my biggest yeah. thing. Like I needed yeah. someone to push me and say, Hey, listen, this is your program. This is what you need to do outside of the gym. Outside of there. Yeah. For when it comes to weights, you don't have to tell me what to do. I was prepared. I was like, yeah, let's go. And, yeah. and this is what I want to do. Right. I'll figure oh, okay. it out. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Did you ever honestly think that you'd ever compete? No, definitely not. I didn't like, I didn't even know what it was. And then when I originally was told, look, you should look into it. You know, you might do well. I was like, I, I was just like, okay, cool. Like I'll check it out. Like I'm a type of person that likes to form his own yeah. opinion. Yeah. And yeah, uh, totally. I just was like, yeah, it was very blase about it. See where you go from it. Did hmm. you, did you think that you'd do well at it? Did you like, what was your first taste of it? You know, when, what was the, when was the first time you actually saw a show? And when did you actually say, you know what? I think I can do that. And did so, you have like that competitive mindset? going into it like you know you said like you would do the reps you would you love the the gym or doing the weights when it was footy but did you go into it with that same mindset yeah it was interesting because what was it? it was the first contest that i went to and um this this guy competed and he it was like a regional it wasn't a victorian show it was like a regional it was like i think it was a melbourne cup or melbourne title whatever what it might have been yeah and i looked at the guys competing in my category i was a junior at the time and i thought is that it is like like where's the condition at i was like I was so underwhelmed with conditioning and, and in the meantime, before I went to that contest, when that guy did put it in my head, he planted a seed and I started doing my research. So I was totally. sort of looking online and, and I was just like, this guy's not that good. And then I, I went to the Victorian title um, and he ended up winning the Victorian title. And I was just confused. Mm, mm, and yeah. I was like, is this the type of conditioning that's sort of like, is this is what, the competition? Is that, yeah. You know, cause the muscle development was there, but I just found like this, at least at that point in time, and this was a natural bodybuilding organization. Yeah. That the bodybuilders had a very lack of conditioning compared to the Americans. Yeah. And I was like, why is that? Is it, is it a work ethic thing? Is it a coaching thing? So I was like, cool. I'm going to hire an American coach, did my research because that coach had really good condition with his athletes. So I was like, all right, I'm, this is the conditioning that I want to get in because I want to win. And I just made it happen. And then when I did compete, I did win. And that was the Victorian state, uh, state title. I love it. Well done, man. So you had that mindset of, well, that's, a standard I think I can be better than mm -hmm. I'm going to model someone who's in America who's doing incredible I want to be just like that so you went and got your own coach in America probably gone against what everyone said to do and you did your own thing and sort of came out on top in the, at the end yeah definitely and back then there was no such thing as like online coaching it wasn't even a thing like there was no Instagram <laughs> it was like you had to go on the forums so you got on like bodybuilding.com forums and that's how I found the coach Right. And I was like, it was a lot over the phone and sort of stuff. Everything was through email. We didn't even do phone. Like it was just like literally one email a week or twice a week max. And um, I just followed what he told me to do. And you what you send him photos, progress photos and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And then I did, yeah. I did extras on top of it. So, but I did the, the his program was the bare minimum. And then I did yeah. my extras on top. That's pretty cool. If you think about it, if you generally yeah. think about like how hard it is to generally actually compete and then you're sort of doing it, with a coach who you've probably never spoken to send one or two emails a week, not really in the gym pushing you and you did it all off your own back. Yeah. Like, it's uh, pretty cool. 
but you know what? It's like now to me, because as, as an online coach, I kind of look at that and go, that's what, kind of what I do right now, right? Like with, the, with my athletes. But back okay. then, yeah, it was probably, you know, the first to run the four-minute mile type of thing. Yeah, because exactly right. un- It was unheard of to get totally. an American coach and to be, you know, getting coached for correspondence. Totally, totally. I love it. So is that how you sort of pathwayed into the coaching? Like how did the training and coaching, like sort of where you are now sort of come about? So when I did do that contest, I won that. And um, I just, I was like, oh, maybe I should be a PT. Because I was a bit of a like, muck around kid. I didn't do as well as I should have. Or I thought I was talented at least, but didn't do the work, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I was sort of trying to find myself. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's do PT course. I did a PT course. And I've sort of prepped people back and forth in between jobs as a part-time gig. Yeah. Just because I enjoyed it. Most yeah, of the yeah, time, yeah. I didn't even charge anyone for it, right? I was just like, oh, it's it's going to help people out because it's what I like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, some people I charged, some people I didn't. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, where it came come to now, there was just an opportunity in the market. And I was like, you know, I was always like, oh, I don't really want to do this full time. I always had that attitude. Mm-hmm. And I just needed a break from what I was doing. I thought, okay, let's just do this full time and see how we go. So last year in February, I sort of I committed to the idea of doing it full time. And then it kind of just exploded. And then I fell in love with it again. And here we are today. Here we are today. Fast forward. I love it. I love it. So you train women obviously worldwide, not just in Australia. Absolutely. Yeah, that's good. So how, why was that your niche? Like, How did you even get into that space of doing it? Like, what sort of research did you have to do? Like, Did you just take a wing and take a punt and be like, I'm going to go down that rabbit hole or I'm going to go down that alleyway? Like, how did that even come about? So I think that originally, I just always knew that to me, I mean, going back to why I selected a coach in the, in the first place, right? There wasn't, in my opinion, a lot of coaches that I knew were really good in Australia. Yeah. So that whole concept still didn't ex- escape my attention. That was yeah. always there. Mm-hmm. And I thought female specifically, like some of the female coaches out there are really, really stupid. Just like with the protocols, the training, nutrition, won't get go into details, but totally. I was just like, that is so easy to beat that. Mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and i have this background like I, I always did sort of admire bodybuilding or bikini probably bikini not so much i remember when i did go back uh like back in the days to watch a show like why is bikini on i want to watch the bodybuilders yeah, this is kind totally. of boring like yeah, it's a bunch yeah, of females yeah. which is cool but <laughs> i was like i want to watch bodybuilders man this is what totally. i'm here for it's what i paid a ticket yeah yeah exactly i'm paying, paying to see the bodybuilders so yeah. it's sort of slowly i got out of that because i had a girlfriend at the time she wanted to she said, oh, can you prep me? I thought, okay, why not? Like, I want to see you do well. Mm. When I did that, because she was competing, I took an interest in mm-hmm. bikini. Correct. And then I started paying attention. I was like, oh, yeah. this is actually quite interesting. And, and then exactly, I yeah. went down that rabbit hole. And then that was always in the back of my mind. Then, because I, I, I helped out a few people just for free, yeah. I um, was lucky enough at the time as well, because I was prepping them to have a couple of IFB bikini pros how funny is that? Just like part-time casually. Just hanging out with um, the best of the best. Just because just it's my hobby. <laughs> and um, I love it. And then both of them are encouraging me that you do this full time. And wow. there's a gap in the market, this, that. And I always believed that. And I thought, you know what? I'm not going to go down that road that I was going down. Mm. And I thought, let's just try this for now. And that temporary sort of job became permanent. But and now I'm let's like... Let's see what's in that room. And now I'm committed and that's it. You're in there. You're in there. You touched on the different levels of, of trainer. Now, this is probably more of a Jamie question, just wanting to know, like this may be a bit selfish. What does generally make, in your opinion, like a, an okay trainer, a good trainer, and a fucking great trainer who gets results? I just think it's mindset. It's just, it's just mindset. So it's like some people can have the knowledge, but, but then it's like 
who taught them? Like who? What way though? Like mindset on their perspective or what they're putting onto the client? Both. Athlete. It's like their, their level of commitment in their head. So for me, the reason why I feel like I've done really well is because I set really high standards in my head. Mm. And for that client as well, I'll set very high standards for them. So it's like when I qualify someone, I ask them like, what is like before I even work with someone, I want to know what their goal is. It's like, what is your goal? And they'll tell me and I'm like, oh, why don't you go for this? And just go a little bit level up depending on mm. what they want because I think most people don't really demand more from others as much as, as like you need to really sort of milk it. And I find that coaches are just okay with going through the motions, making a bit of money. And I was like, nah, I want to dominate, man. Well, so, it's easy for you to just say, oh, you said you want to do this. Okay, cool. Let's just go and get you that. Not actually say, hey, hold on. I think you're generally tenfold can do better than that. Mm-hmm. Let's push for this. Like that's and, a hard, not a hard conversation, but that takes like, you know, like it take, not as much as it takes balls, but it's like it takes you to genuinely care about the person. And say, look, I know you came here for this, but I think we can actually achieve this. Absolutely. And just going back to the coaching thing, just the attention to detail. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, like most coaches probably offer like once a week check-ins through email. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. It's like, what is my point of difference? I need to figure, out, figure that out. It's like, cool. I've got the passion. I've got the knowledge. What's my point of difference? What I didn't like about that American coach, it's cool. He's like, he was very knowledgeable. Lane Norton is his name. Yes. And... I was like, you know what? I'm going to offer daily correspondence and I'm going to do it on WhatsApp. So communication is instantaneous. Mm, mm. That's my competitive advantage. So while everyone else is doing once a week email check-ins, here I am addicted to the, daily. addicted to it going, I'm going to do daily. So I'm always available. And then I'll do audio. I can do audio recordings. True. I can do phone calls True. and I've got a photo gallery as much as I like. So it's just communication instantaneous. We live in the new world. Like why right. not take advantage? 100%. And when I, no one else is doing it, but I find that like now, I think probably some coaches have caught onto that and they're starting to do that. But Their own version of it, yeah. Yeah, and that, so they should because if you care about what you do, if you, I mean, let's 100%. just say, for example, you're in it for the wrong reason and you don't even care about clients. Mm. Care about your own business and make sure you put the work in. 100%. But these coaches don't do that. So mm. it was pretty easy to take over the market totally. in, the, in an totally. area where people weren't putting the work in. You had that mindset, which is, I, I think that sort of goes across like a multiple businesses is looking for the gap, looking what people are doing and then what can I do better to, you know, cut in. Did you already have that business? Was that like a business thought or was that just you like, I'm going to fucking dominate this space. There's a gap here. I'm going for it. Or did you think of it from a business perspective? Really both because I, I originally it was like thought of it from a business point of view and I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to do this. You know, it was just like a light bulb moment mm, where, mm. where the opportunity was there. I'm like, all right, I'm going to take this. It's mine. Mm. Mm. But now look, and then you can look back now and say, what well, from a business side, I think that's really smart. Like that's how business, great businesses are built. That's how successful long-term businesses are built is finding that gap and, and, and answering the question. If someone was going to, you know, look like, again, like again, me, if I'm looking for a trainer, obviously you wouldn't train me because I'm not in the bikini contest, but if someone was looking for a bikini trainer, like what sort of things do in that smaller thing, like you said, mindset, attention to detail. How do you find that out? via an email or a phone call or how can you pick that out of a trainer? How can you pick it out of a trainer? I think again, it's just um, like, let's say for example, someone sends me a message on Instagram, right? Everything like everything goes back to sales. And cause I had a good background in sales, as you know, like I studied that quite a lot. You need to qualify the customer. Mm-hmm. Like who are they? Right. Ask them the right questions. So if you're not going to communicate with them, you don't get the answers. You can't provide them with a solution. Mm-hmm. And then it's, and then obviously once you qualify them, you can go, okay, this is what I can do for you. And your answer, your answer is based, or my answer, I should say, is based on the questions that they've answered. Correct. So everything just flows. It's like, cool. Solution. Boom. I'm the solution to mm-hmm. fix the problem. Mm-hmm. So it's always 
the issue. This is the reason why you have the issue. This is the solution. Yeah, nice. From an athlete's perspective, if they're looking for a trainer, what, how, do they, how do they pick out what could be some things to look for, what to look out for when they're looking for that trainer? I, if, I, if that was me, like going back at it, if I was, for example, okay, cool, I'm going to do a bodybuilding contest, right? Yeah. Well, I just want a really cool coach. The first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go on their like, social media profile, have a look at their clients, and then I'm going to message some of their clients and say, hey, how was this coach? Like, but, sort of message them privately without going to the coach? Absolutely. I will do my research if okay. I was going to be selecting a coach. 100%. Oh, okay. Yeah, do your research and then make sure that it's consistent. So it's like, okay, is it just smoke and mirrors? It's all marketing or totally. is, it, is this person really about what, what they say they're about? Correct, correct. Are their clients getting the result that they're sort of promoting? Uh, absolutely. Let me ask you this. What's your secret, Troy? My secret? To such a successful brand. Just working. Just working every day and wanting to be better than everyone. So it's like, if, and it's not, not just that, it's also like the quest of, of learning, like information. So I'm always mm-hmm. thinking about like, this is my mindset is like, I want to be the best and I want to continue being the best. And in order to do that, you got to keep learning and right. you got to keep working. So mm-hmm. I think it's very important to be committed to what you do. You have to be passionate about what you're doing, but you have to just be willing to, to try new things, to push the mm-hmm. barrier. You've, you've got to do that you've got, and you've got to back yourself. You have to back yourself. Have that personal self-confidence. Uh, confidence is everything totally i actually had that in here like there was a bit of a section i wanted to talk about that knowledge that learning that education and development that you've done because right right behind you got the bookcase there i'm sure there's so much other training you've done either in person or online was that always a a mindset of yours to want to go and read and want to go and learn like were you always a reader like did you have to find a a niche interest like was it sales was it business was it mindset you know is that a is that an important thing you believe when it comes to business or even as an athlete? I think it, you like yeah, the information that you, your environment dictates how you feel and how you act. Agreed. You know, like you know how like the, you know, the sort of the five people in, in your life, it's the same thing with the information, like what you put in your ears, like what you listen mm-hmm. to the podcasts that you're, mm-hmm. you know, the people that you talk to, the conversations you have, the books you read. Correct. So I don't watch TV. As we mentioned, you said favorite TV show. <laughs> I, I started, I was like, uh, I don't you watch did. TV. And the TV show you gave us wasn't really a TV show, but it is, but it's some good value in there. Yeah. It's, it's an entrepreneur like thing. Yeah. So um, it's just the, the information you, you really put you, that you have access to. If you have negative people in your life, you know, even if you're a really positive person, it's going to affect you in some way. It's going to impact you. Absolutely. You know, and I feel, I feel like COVID-19 was a blessing. Not that I had negative people around me, but just so I could focus on myself mm. and all the content information that I've been like reading or watching or listening to has been really positive and it's helping me. So it's like, I think progress equals happiness. So if I'm progressing every day, I'm happy every day. And that's the way I look at it. So it's all about building momentum. So when it does come to investing in yourself, reading audios, videos, like where do you go? Like what's your go-to? Originally when I started, I think, um, cause I, yeah, to answer the question as well with the, I always had an interest in reading when I was younger. Yeah. And then for whatever reason I stopped, I think that's just okay. like, the pe- again, you know what? The people that I hang around. School, high school, like you school high school, I love to read. You okay. could like, I was one of those kids where, you know, it was probably like really past my bedtime, like one o'clock, two o'clock. I'm not playing games, I'm reading. Wow. And then my mum would come in and, you know, have a go at me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, you, you got to be careful what you're doing, right? <laughs> so it's like, read, who, who does that? Like who gets in trouble reading? But that's what I used to do. Then I sort of probably hanged around the wrong people. Uh, I, okay. I believe. And yeah. that distracted me from what mm. I should have been doing and what I enjoyed, which was reading and a lot of other things. 
So I got into probably, let's say, the business world and backing myself a lot later than I should have because I felt like my environment definitely influenced my behavior. So, um, but going back to, you know, what inspired me to read recently or got me interested yeah, again yeah, yeah. was I just probably started focus. I was like, well, I just had a, an epiphany. I can't remember what it was, but I just remember there was a point in time, like, I think I should start reading again. And then it was so difficult to pick up that first book. I can't remember mm-hmm. what it was. I'm not going to pretend. What was that first book? <laughs> I'm not going to, yeah, I can't, I can't pretend that I, I can't pretend and lie about it. Yeah. But um, it could have even been relentless. That was one of the yeah. first few books that I probably did go, okay, I'm committing to reading. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do something really challenging that bothers me. And it was reading because I, I got out of the habit of doing it, totally. even though I did enjoy it. And I, yeah. I love yeah. reading before for the information it's stimulating. So I, anything that stimulates me, conversations are stimulating, Absolutely. new information stimulating. Absolutely. I thought I'm going to get back into it. So I did. And then I just Googled top 10 business books, top 10 self-development books. And I bought them all. And then I'd be like, okay, top 10 of 2010. I'd read the old books and then I'll go marketing. And then I'll do, I'd try all these different terms on Google and I'll mix it up. And then I'll go to bookstores and go, hold on. Oh, I haven't seen this yet. Oh, Robert Kawasaki. Oh, okay, cool. I'm going to buy that even though it's an old book. And um, it just stemmed from there. And then when I did my research and I started posting books on Instagram, people were like, oh, I've read that. And then I asked them, hey, have you read this? And it was sort of like an ongoing thing where you connect with like-minded people that are reading, right? Because a lot of people are readers. And you don't know until you start sharing it. Yeah, yeah. And um, then I just got addicted to reading and I just started buying everything. How many hours a day you reckon like in the peak of it? Well, I was crazy. I was, you know, there was at one point I was reading a book every second day. So you get through a book pretty much a day and a half, two days. Yeah, two days. And then that was like, that was consistent. I remember that point in time where I challenged myself. That was one of my goals. And I did that for about three months. And then, and then I was like, and I had a one challenge. I tried to do a book a day and I was going to do it for 10 days, but I, I kind of quit on the ninth day. I can't. I, <laughs> you got all the way there. You got all the I way did. I was there. Just, last I, rep. I ran out of steam. I can't yeah. pretend like, I can't lie about it, but how funny no, is that? Totally. I ran out of steam, but I tried to do the book a day for 10 days and I got to the ninth day and I think the 10th, if I gave up on that one. Can I ask, how do you consume, how did you consume that amount of content you know, and, and, and take it in? Like, obviously there was some that really connected more than others. There was mm-hmm. some that you can probably memorize right now. Like I remember reading that, that exact piece, but did you find, like, again, you said you conked out on, on day nine, but how did you keep yourself in a space to keep taking content in? I think things that are interesting. So anything I didn't know about. So if I, for example, was reading on a topic that was just very cliche, I'm not going to be that interested because I, yeah. I might know much about it. Yeah. So I'd always try to pick books that are challenging with the information. Mm, mm. And in terms of retaining the information, I, um, I would actually read the computer desk. Like right now, I'd be like at the computer desk and I type in notes. So I wouldn't, I'm not oh, a highlighter. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So like I could, for example, send you the bunch of notes that I've got for all the books that I've read. All the books. Yeah. And, um, so you would type it as you go. Yeah. And I think, I, you know, well, actually I originally didn't do that because I was writing it down mm. and then I was like, and then I stopped writing. I'm like, why am I doing that for? And then I upgraded to the computer desk and I started typing it. That's what happened. And uh, yeah, so I've got most of that on the computer. Interesting. I and like then that. for example, let's say I've read a book. I haven't done, I haven't practiced that recently, right? This is what I used to do. But let's say back then I read a book, you know, two weeks ago, I'd go over the notes and refresh oh, yeah. and yeah. stay in my memory. Nice. So Nice. Go way to like sinking in a bit deeper. Oh yeah, it's good Absolutely. because they're all the the key points that resonate with you. But the issue with, as well is is that if you read a book two years ago, you read it again today, 
the points and resonation it, yeah. it's all it all changes totally. everyone says it about the alchemist every time you read the alchemist it's like something different that comes out of it um and i've definitely had that had that experience you said relentless earlier give us your top three books and don't have to be mindset doesn't have to be business doesn't have, just anything like if anyone comes to you like troy i want to get it back into the reading game i used to read but you know similar story to yourself what would you say to them yeah, I'd say relentless straight away because it's an easy read. Like yes. if, if, if like that's the thing, it's like easy to digest. Whereas something like let's say Think and Grow Rich by mm. Napoleon Hill, I think is extremely valuable. But good luck for a first time reader. Totally, you're not going to be interested. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So I would say for the first time reader, definitely relentless would be my number one selection. Number two, mm, I'd probably push it. David Goggins can't hurt me because it's somewhat similar, like in terms of easy to read. Yeah. Uh, but a little bit longer in duration, but I would probably start with those two for, for a newbie. Mm. Definitely. Have you listened to the audio book of can't be hurt? Yeah. Yeah. That's sick. How he does like a bit of the, like a bit of the podcast and it's a bit of it talks about the situations as well. Uh, love it. When it comes to coaches, mentors in your corner, similar again, it's not so much, how do you find them, but do you see it valuable? Do, do you have them in different areas? Like for you, how do you maintain the sharp sword on your end? So to say, see, I think originally, you know, when you're sort of looking for this information, you're like, you just want to get like, for me, I probably made the mistake and going, Oh, I want to get it from everywhere, which was good because it gave me probably, a, a, I guess, a broader, broader spectrum to look at things from a different mm. perspective, mm. Uh, a broader perspective, I should say. Whereas now I would probably, if anyone wants to get that information, I would say go to one person and get yourself a mentor and collect it from that one person. So yeah. for me back in the day when I was sort of, doing a lot of this reading. Grant Cardone was my guy. Yeah. So I did his, uh, his sales university, awesome. which was really cool. So, and that's yeah. a, a really, really good course. So if anyone's interested in sales, do that course. I'm not too sure what he charges now, but back then I think it was like $1,500. I got it on sale. Yeah. Okay. I didn't be cheaper now, but all online, all, online, all video based yeah. modules. Excellent course. Yeah. Excellent. Like, and some of it might not be relevant to the Australian listeners because he's got an American hard sales approach, but then he also has like really good, advice on qualifying and understanding, totally. the, understanding the sales process. Tactics in between. Yeah. Mm. So I learned yeah. a lot from him and I was like, Grant Cardone's my guy. And then, you know, you sort of, you listen to all these content and then all of a sudden it becomes repetitive. And like, I think I've learned everything I need to from this guy right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, but my problem was, is I went to everyone and I've read from everywhere. So I think, you know, focusing on one person, having one mentor, listen to them, learn everything you can from them and be an open book, like be, it's so important to be open and to be, you know, to want to learn, but you can't have, you can't be Mr. Know-it-all. It doesn't work that way. And for me, I had to get rid of my ego as well mm -hmm. to allow that to sort of to take place. Well, that's what I was just about to say. Like I can speak from my personal experience. I think as you sort of, like for me personally, as I got into my later twenties, it was like, yeah, that ego just, I'm like, I have to drop that ego. Like I don't know everything as much as I would love to believe I'm the, the best at everything I can do, I'm probably not the best. Sort of similar to what you said earlier, but every morning you said, is someone out there working harder than me? When you yeah. say the answer, yes. Like it's like, okay, cool. Well, I need to fucking get my shit together. I need to work harder again today than what I did yesterday. Um, and again, I think when you drop that ego, you sort of, you stop sort of looking at external things. You stop sort of looking at, well, what's everyone else doing? What about, what, what do I need to do? Like, what does Jamie need to do to be a better person today? What can Jamie do to learn that little bit more today to be better for tomorrow? And I think when you come from that space, you're more than happy to reach out to him and say, Hey man, what book are you reading? What did you take from that book? What can I read? What can I learn about sales? Absolutely. A different mindset that you can develop there. When you look for great people out there and, and you start to model greatness, who do you look at? 
you got to go to the best. So like for me, like going back to going on YouTube and watching some Michael Jordan, like watching him play basketball, like literally you don't even have to like, obviously probably most people might have listened to like the, oh, sorry, watched his recent documentary, which was really cool. But I was like, you know what? I need to like, I need to look for greatness and see who's killing, who's killing it. It doesn't matter if they're back in like Jordan was in the eighties and nineties. So actually it was like, let me just go on some debates because I was like, like LeBron sort of Michael Jordan debates. Like, who's the goat? Who's the greatest yeah. of all time? <laughs> yeah. So I started with that, and then I was listening to all the stats. And I'm not really a basketball fan, so it's like I don't pay a lot of attention, right? Yeah. At that point yeah. in time, now I am. Yeah, yeah. And I was listening to the stats, and I was listening to everyone's logical arguments. I'm like, I think Jordan's the goat. Like that was just my thing. Mm. And then I started researching him more, and then watching him play, and I thought, wow, this guy is like completely insane, mm-hmm. absolutely insane, like terrifying. In, in the best way possible. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. And like, like that's, it, that's an inspiration. And then even what we mentioned before, like who would we want to sort of have a, have a meal with, have dinner with, and Donald Trump, mm-hmm. like he's at the top of his game. Like he absolutely dominated, you know, the New York real estate. And that's hard to do. Like it's very hard to do. There's so much, so much corruption involved. And then obviously if, you're paying, if anyone's into politics and you look what's going on in the States with the Democrats and how everything's sort of influencing potentially the November election. I mean, Trump is just made of stone. So I, I, I really, I definitely have a lot of respect for what he's been able to do as well. Like he said, made of stone. I think that's just a great one. Like he cops it from all angles, still turns up and says, well, this is the way it's going to be. Uh, you're in or you're out. Uh, absolutely. So any, anyone like that, I think it's, you know, if you, if you, what do you look of, for in those people though, like for you, what, like, what are you for? looking for? Anyone that can resonate with how I feel, like, because I, I feel like I'm competitive, but and I can't, like, it, it would be stupid for me to say, oh, I'm competitive, I'm like Michael Jordan, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, oh, that's totally. like me, that's like, you kidding me, like, that's the best of the best, right? Totally. But something like, if you have sort of one attribute that you can sort of like resonate with, like, I am a bit competitive, I have to be, like, I think everyone has some element of competitiveness. That's Absolutely. why we can look at Jordan and go, wow, that's amazing. Respect. So for me, that was that. And then Trump, I just like his confidence. Mm. I just was like, that's what I admire because I want to be that confident. Mm. And anyone that I can learn from that has something that I don't have that I can improve on is yeah. was what I look for. So what you sort of already have and want to get better at. And then also what are you missing that you're like, I want to really include that into my, my realm of skills and traits. Yeah, absolutely. So like with, with the whole Trump thing, just made a stone. Like I, I'd love to be able to just do that. Just be that own confident. Walk just into absolutely. Any room and be like, who gives a fuck? Absolutely own it. Yeah. So that, that's what, yeah. that's how, you know, and I think it'd be very hard for anyone to do that sincerely. Agreed. Yeah. But um, that's that's how I feel. What's your go-to genre of a book? Like, if you like, you know what? I feel like reading today. Anything? What would it be? Ooh, I would go. I think I've read all the business books that I can. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've I think I've thrashed that. So I I definitely go. You know, probably the self-development road. Um, something more motivational, like like it, what we mentioned before. Um, like something like Grover, Goggins, yeah. that type of style. I think that would be. Did the you easiest. like? Did you like Ten X Grant Cardone? Did you like that? Uh, look, because I did his course and I actually listened to his audio book for that yeah. one. Yeah, and, same. you know, same. I think it was because I probably heard him so much that it sort of didn't hit me as much. Yeah. But I do like the message. I do like totally. the overall message. But for anyone that like sort of is interested in reading a new book, that's definitely a good suggestion. I actually yeah. completely forgot about that. Yeah. And again, just you know, pushing for that, do that little bit extra, hence why it's called 10x, but go that extra mile, do that extra call that extra wreck, whatever it looks like. Hey guys, Jamie here. I know you're loving this episode, but it's a really quick question. Have you ever wanted to own your own business, but still didn't really know where to start? And maybe you've also thought about franchising. 
if that's you, I want you to check out the Real Food Vending website. If you're looking for a, a platform that provides community, a proven model with systems and structures, it's flexible, it's innovative. Most importantly, have some fun along the journey. I want you to check out our website, www.realfoodvending.com.au. Enjoy the rest of the episode. You mentioned there a lot about business and you know, under, look, you've pretty much read nearly every business book that you can so far. For you, what does business look like for the future for Troy? So, you know what I, I want to do? I just want to, I want to be challenged. And I look at, for example, let's call it, because bikini is my niche, right? Yeah. So prepping bikini competitors. So right now, in terms of the IFB, I'm the best in Australia. Like, yep. And if anyone argues that, I'll be like, okay. <laughs> no no, no chance. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'll give you. But I want to, for example, like many listeners probably don't know the bodybuilding, but I would like to take bikini competitors, professionals to the Olympia. So that hasn't been done before. So that's the first thing that I want to do. And then the next goal would be to have the, the girls in the top five. So I'm always thinking a level up. So in terms of mm. achievement, um, that was something I'd like to do. Definitely scale the business, which I'm working on doing at the moment. It was interesting. I had this conversation with someone else because I was sort of half in, half out as much as I was working, because I work every day regardless, but mentally, despite me working every day and going, yep, cool, going through all these clients, yep, got all these clients, I, I didn't commit mentally to growing a business because this was something that I thought, hey, I'm going to do this temporary. Yeah. Because I'm going to do my, my other stuff, right? Correct. And because I had that mentality, I probably didn't scale it as well as I should have. And there's a lot of systems that I put into place because I'm a mm-hmm. big service guy. Like, you want a job, I'll get it done now. But I had to sit I'm like right now, I'm doing yeah. it backwards, I'm setting up systems yes. to yeah. make sure that everything's more efficient and effective, right? So yeah. that's probably one. something mm. yeah, I, like that's what I missed out on because I had all this enthusiasm, let's get the job done, but I didn't put up systems in place. But uh, do you feel like that's in a way, I was gonna say, do you feel like that served you? Well, obviously because it's got you to where you are today. Going back, would you change it? I mean, look, yeah, because it's more efficient. It's more efficient. You know, people say, oh, I wouldn't change a thing because I've learned. Is that, that the overthinker, Troy, coming out now? No, nah, that's bullshit. It's like if you've got an opportunity to shave, okay, I can be two years ahead, 100%. You know, people like, everyone, like I wouldn't change a thing because I learned all this. Mm. But if we're saying Troy's mine right now, like me as a person, I can teleport back two years ago. I'm going to be implementing everything that I know right now. Fuck Absolutely. learning for two Absolutely. years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So I don't, like, I don't like how people say that. It's, that's mm. like, to me, that's political correctness. It's like, bullshit, you would erase that shit and you'd do it quicker. But if you could go back with what you knew now. Oh, absolutely. If you could go back, if you could, yeah, okay, cool. But right. That's if the question, could, right? Totally. If you could go back with what you knew now, yeah, you would obviously, yeah, make those changes and, and you know, come from that space. Yeah, okay, okay, I like it. But I love the fact that you just went head first. You're like, fuck it, I'll just figure it out on the way. Yeah. Come and join you, me. You know what it is? It's like, that was another thing, like Dan Penner, right? Yes. Got to take action. Love him. So that was um, one of the big things as well because I was big on Dan Penner because mm-hmm. I went from Grant Cardone to, to Dan Penner and I actually went to his seminar. I don't know if I told you that I went to, went to London for that. Me, but I haven't actually had asked you how it all went. So Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a psychopath in the best way imaginable. He really is. So he's I've just... seen his content. I was like, man. Yeah, he's a bit... Look, you know what? He's a bit extreme because when I first listened to him, I actually started laughing. I thought it was just... like he was a, a For me, it was like a comic. Uh, that was the most outrageous old dude, like three-piece suit, just saying <laughs> F-bombs, C-bombs, just Drilling every two seconds, man. everyone's a C. And I was like, 
wow, like that's hilarious. I actually started, the first time I watched it, I think I started crying, was that funny? <laughs> and then and then I got serious. I'm like, what is he doing? What's his message? Like his delivery is probably a bit extreme for everyone, but yeah. the message is clear. And mm-hmm. he's all about really stopping a pussy and taking action. And I was like, I don't need, he's all against oh, stopping a spreadsheet fucker. Yeah, right? yeah, so I'm like, okay, I can't be one of those spreadsheet fuckers because that's what Dan said. <laughs> and like procrastinate. I just yeah. need to take fucking action. That was probably my thing. And that's why I went down that path, which was cool. But I should have been a spreadsheet fucker as well at the same time. Do a bit both. Of a blend, a bit of a blend of both. Yeah. yeah. Nice, nice. And especially what you do now, like it, it, I'm, I'm sure it does require a lot of, you know, data collection, understanding where the athletes are at, where they're going, how, how long, how far in the journey uh, they are. Sis- Systems is important. And that, you know what, talking about books, it takes you back, uh, takes me back to the E-Myth Revisited. Yes. Have you read that? Oh, so yeah, man. setting yeah. up, it's funny because I read that and I still did this business this way, mm. just took mm. action. It's like, mm. no, you read that book, set up the system. Like totally. plan, like for anyone that doesn't uh, sort of uh, haven't read the book, it's like plan as if it's like a 20 year vision type of thing. It's like, yeah. what is the business going to look like in 10 or 20 years? That's how you should set it up. Correct. I didn't do that. I read the book, didn't listen. So that was pretty stupid, but that's why it's like, if you are going to read, you should be like, okay, cool. What can I sort of implement in my business strategy right now? Otherwise you're just reading for no reason. Correct. But Correct. It, it's sometimes when you read something, it, you might click it later. And then I've got that mm. click later. I'm like, Oh, click idiot should have done that. Now it all makes sense. That's the lessons, the learnings on the journey. Absolutely. Absolutely. What's one thing you learned, Troy? over your, it doesn't have to be in the bodybuilding space or anything in general. One thing that you've learned that just blew you away. That's a very interesting question. I just think that taking action is probably the number one thing that you need to do. I, I think that's probably the biggest thing because once you sort of build momentum and you're working every day and you've just got this vision of getting, getting it done day in, day out, you put the work in all of a sudden, like I said, things will fall into place even if you do it the wrong way. Correct. Whereas people Correct. that are scared to pull the trigger will never get things done. They'll be stuck in their nine to five job. Yeah. They'll be stuck yeah. doing whatever they'll be doing. Right. And they don't yeah. want to be in that position. Like yeah. everyone wants to like, when you're a kid, you know, you're like, Oh, you, you're playing with a Lambo or you're playing with a Ferrari and you think that's awesome. Right. When we get older, we forget about that Lambo and Ferrari and we're just like, cool, totally. we're driving a Toyota, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, so, yeah. Nah, you know, like, I haven't got a Ferrari, everybody, but <laughs> get a, get halfway there, halfway there. Yeah. Yeah. So she goes well. Yeah. That's not too bad, but yeah. you know, like, and then, but it was funny. And then I was like, when I got that car, when I bought that car, going back to that, I was like, this is what it feels like to be, to, to be on the way there. Totally. And I was like, wow, what have I been doing? It was like an epiphany. You have all these epiphanies when you totally. sort of have all this time by yourself mm. and you're putting mm. the work in. So I think that that's the number one thing is taking action because once you build momentum, your internal dialogue start changing totally. how you feel. Like I said, we said earlier, the confidence. Absolutely. That's where the confidence really does start to stack up. Once you do start to build momentum, you start to believe in yourself like, wow, I can actually achieve that. Look what I just did. Imagine what I can do. You know, yeah, easy. mentioned before, progress equals happiness. And that's definitely, 100%. I felt like top was, three habits, top three habits, Troy. Hmm. Top three habits, like define habit. Something that you do consistently on a daily basis that gets you in the state, gets you in the zone, gets you in the flow. It doesn't have to be about, again, it doesn't have to be gym. It could be anything like to, for Troy to perform at his best tomorrow. What are the top three things that he does throughout the day? Yeah. So definitely affirmations. So figuring out like goal setting. So whatever it is, you need to make sure that affirmation is personal. So for me, I have my personal affirmations. I do that in the morning and I do that sometimes during the day, maybe not. And if I don't sort of read out my affirmations during the day, 
I'll have like just a random thought in my head and I'll be like, Oh, that's the affirmation from this morning. And I'll, you know, but I won't actually say it, but I'll just, it's like a click. It just, it absorbs. Yeah. It just so happens that you're thinking about it randomly throughout the day. Like, Oh yeah, cool, cool. And it's like another trigger. Okay. Got to keep going. Got to keep going. Yeah. And then start building that momentum thing. So I think affirmations is definitely number one and cutting all negative self-talk. So I made sure that I don't do any of that. And, um, what, Oh, this is really cool. You know, like this, um, to get out of my bad habits. So now like, I feel like I had less, I have a, I used to have a time wasting whiteboard where I'd like, for example, write Instagram, Facebook or whatever it is that was an issue and how much time I wasted every day on it. Wow. And then because I'm a competitive person, I'd look at the whiteboard and be disgusted with myself by the end of the week. Oh, and, and now I don't do any of that. So like if I, for example, um, mentioned before, like I don't watch TV, right? So if I'm going to eat away from the desk, which sometimes it's challenging for me to do, and I know <laughs> the it. importance of getting Absolutely. away, getting away. Yeah, totally. I put something on YouTube, like for example, value tainment, something that's yeah. going to benefit me or I might yeah. put on some politics, Donald Trump. Cause I like yeah. seeing what's going on in the States. And then that's my TV time, mm. you know? Mm. So, mm. And, and it's good. Cause like you're, you're getting that personal fix of being away from the desk, getting away from the work, you know, doing something different, but then at the same time you're taking in all that great content. And you're still using it as you're not watching the Simpsons, basically. Yeah, and as cool as the Simpsons is. True, true, true. Number three. So number one was affirmations. Number two, negative self-talk. Hmm. Habit. Eat, eating, like eating consistently. It's a bit like it, looking after your health, right? Because healthy body, healthy mind. Absolutely. And like we're talking off air, you know, just about like probiotics, the importance yeah. of your gut health. Yeah. And that's something that I really neglected, and sometimes you. I think probably getting into a good daily, like I, that was out of my structure. Like I didn't, you know, it's like almost like, Oh, I'm supposed to have my rice, my chicken, my vegetables, whatever, like yeah. very cliche bodybuilding yeah. stuff. Yeah. And then yeah. sometimes you forget about, hold on a second, the, my energy is low. Like let's diagnose yeah. what the problem is. And then before it was like, we spoke, it was gut health. Yeah. Started having pro, probiotics, starting to feel better now. So I think it's important to look after your health. So making sure that you're doing whatever you need to do mm. to be healthy, whether it's nutrition, whether it's exercise, going for a totally. walk, Totally. In Victoria with, with COVID nineteen, whatever whatever going to get a job done. So I think yeah. looking after health is important, and I, I kind of lost that too. It's like, oh, cool, because because I lift weights doesn't mean I'm healthy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Totally. Yeah, you're in the gym. I'm in the healthy space. I'm in the yeah, gym. absolutely yeah, not. And sometimes yeah. that's you know it's not good enough. So I love the important. awareness though, like you said there, where it's like, oh, I'm lacking energy. What could it be? Because sometimes it's like, oh, I'm lacking energy because going to have a coffee. Yeah. Let's go and have Red Bull. But why am I lacking energy? Is I think the, the, the only question that we should be asking, not where's the closest coffee. The only question is why am I actually lacking co- uh, energy right now? But you know, what's like I mentioned before, like when we're talking about the sales process, we're talking about like the problem, mm-hmm. like the issue with the problem, there's always a reason. <laughs> and then boom, 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 you get a solution. So Absolutely. sometimes we need to like, you know how you sort of, you, it's hard to take your own advice. Totally. But maybe taking yourself out and be like, oh, if this was my friend, what would I tell my friend in this Correct. situation? Yeah. And then mm-hmm. boom, that's if the someone answer. Someone me with this question. I'm feeling this way. I'm thinking this. I'm experiencing this. What do I do? And how would you get, what information you give them is sometimes the medicine that we need. Will you ever get on stage again? Never say never, but to, to, it's very hard for me to say yes, because I'm too business focused now. Yeah. Agreed. You know, Agreed. Way Agreed. too business focused. And I've got too many things that I want to do. And some of the stuff I don't even know yet as well, because, you know, you, you want to, like, I want to set up all these systems, which I feel like I haven't got enough time in the day. That's how I feel. Yeah. And when I say that, I actually mean that because as soon as I wake up, I get to work. And when I go to bed, I might have like 
and you know how people sort of count their hours and they have like a two hour break during the day. I don't do that. I work through like break I, the day, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, That's I don't even know what that is. Fuck. That's what I was saying. Two hour break during the day. Like, what the like, fuck? I actually looked at my step count yesterday and it was 754. I'm like, that's pathetic. Like, I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even get off the desk. Like, and I'm not saying for anyone to do that, but that's, that's what, that's the reality. Like, I didn't do any exercise. It's terrible. And, and, and on that, like, the, you're quite a smart person. You've obviously educated yourself a lot. My understanding of that is like yours, and like you said, there will you ever compete? Well, right now, I'm real business focused. Right now, that's your priority. Like, you're like, okay, cool. Well, I'm maybe not going to get the steps in, I'm not going to get the exercise I wanted because I'm really diving in deep here. Is that something that you've actively thought about and said, okay, cool, for these next three months, let's use COVID as an example? You know, I'm going to really be business focused, or it's going to be me focused, or it's going to be exercise or health. Do you think about that, or you sort of just do what feels right? It's interesting because when COVID did come around for the second time for isolation, right? Like I was like, yeah, perfect. This is, this is awesome because I get to exercise my good habits. Like I don't really care about sort of everyday life right now because if there was, if everything was fine, guess what it'd be? I'd be at the computer doing work. Nothing changes for me. The only thing that would change is probably instead of going to the garage to train, I would be going to the gym driving down, which you know what? Probably wouldn't be advantageous because I'd be wasting time driving. (laughs) <laughs> but now you've exposed the gap where it's like, well, you know, I actually can train in my gym and my house and I can get a similar workout in and I can save that half an hour up and back or whatever it is. Oh, it's amazing. Imagine what I can do in 45 minutes a day extra. I'll go in my pocket. It is. You, you know what? And then it's funny because when we did get out of round one isolation, when I did drive to the gym, I was like, wow, this is so time consuming. Shit. <laughs> I was like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I can't have any, like, you know, it's like, how am I going to make use of my time? So I Correct. feel like, Time is so valuable mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. important to make sure that you're getting after it. And yeah, programming that mindset, like you, like you asked the question, um, definitely focused on, on this lockdown just to get it done. But I, initially that was the goal. And I was like, nah, I'm going to do it. It's like, not even like, there's no time limit. It's just like, you know, people go, oh, I'm going to, this six week block, I'm going to kill totally. it. Yeah, yeah. Nah, man, this is like me every day. This is what I want to do. Like yeah. it's not a six week block. Good. I want to keep going. Like Good. I don't, the idea of a holiday sounds cool. But that makes me nervous. I wouldn't do it because it wouldn't totally. feel right. You know totally. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You go through those phases where it's like holiday, what? Weekend, what? You know? And it, I don't, you pop- people ask me like, sometimes like, oh, what are you doing on the weekend? And I'm like, what, man? Like, I, I, I don't count hours, right? I, like on a Sunday, I don't have, it's probably bad. I'm not suggesting that everyone do what I do. This is what I do right now. What works for you. And I, I do recognize I need more me time. That's something that I have to implement to make sure that I, you know, socialize and do all these things. But and socializing could be a phone call, totally. right? Networking, Some having a conversation, mm-hmm. right? And I don't do that. So, like on a Sunday, man, I'll like I work fourteen hours, like easy. That's that's crazy. So, whereas someone's like, "Oh, what are you doing on a Sunday?" I'm like, "Work." Like every day's. I hate when people ask me, "What are you doing today?" What a stupid fucking question. Like all I do is work, man. Like are you kidding me? You know what I'm saying? Like that's like well, the stupidest question. My thing to you would be like, does does that? Are you happy with that? Oh yeah, man. I get it. Why change I get it? addicted. I'm addicted, man. Why? why, why, yeah. You know, if it's serving you and, and it, you know, fills up your cup and it makes you happy. Yeah. You're like, you know what? Maybe I could make a few phone calls here and there. And I'm sure you will implement it in due course, you know, throughout the, the week or throughout the weekend, whatever it looks like. But ultimately like if someone comes to you and they're like, Oh, I work 24 seven, but I fucking hate my life. I was like, well, make some changes, bro. Mm. If you come to me and say, oh, I work 24 seven and I absolutely love it. Then what's your problem? Like keep going. Like, keep making it happen. Uh, do you remember the moment? I love this question. Do you remember the moment where you're like, shit, this is real now? Nah, man. I, I haven't had that because 
I think I have such high expectations of myself that I've, uh, because I feel like I, I started really late, mm. right? Okay. I, I haven't given myself that pat on the back. Like I haven't sort of been like, this okay. is awesome type of feeling. Yeah. Okay. But ha- even with like, when it comes to the training and, and clients, like, cause you said you were sort of half in half out, you weren't yeah. sure if you're going to do it. You're going to go down that bikini route. Was there a time when it's like, shit, like this is like full time. Like this, I'm doing well. Like I'm getting results. Like I'm, it's working. Like it, Oh yeah, What's no, that okay. You got there. Yeah, this is real. Like it, it's happened. All right. Yeah. No. Okay. No. I can now understand the question. Yeah. Definitely. Look, within the first month, when as soon as I started advertising it, like I was, I was posting on social media and became that guy. Yeah. It just exploded. <laughs> I'm like, guy. I'm like, lol. I'm like, wow. Okay. This is this is legit. Like I should have done this a while ago. Like I didn't yeah. realize uh, the potential that I had yeah. because mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. because it wasn't my goal. And people sort of said, "Hey, you should do this," and I was like, "Nah." You know, it was sort of just had that attitude about it. Mm, but mm. now that obviously I'm there, um, yeah, I remember that it was definitely the, within the first month or two, I was like, lol, what, what was wrong with me? I should <laughs> yeah, have done this yeah. earlier. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Is this the lifestyle, career, job, whatever you, whatever word you want to use to describe it that you thought you'd have sort of coming out of school or thought what no, you'd be? Yeah, no, definitely not. Because out of school, like I think I mentioned before, like just too much of a trouble kid, did a lot of mm. dumb things. Mm. And um, I, I, I definitely didn't know the direction that I was heading in. I wasn't sure what the plan was. Yeah. Hell, even five years ago, I didn't know what the plan was. I always knew that I wanted to to make a lot of money. I just didn't know what. And I was like, I'm just waiting for this killer idea. So that's where that whole reading come from. I was like, okay. I'm going to prepare for an opportunity. I want to like read as much as I can. Yeah. And and be ready for something that I have no idea what it is. Mm. And then when mm. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to do, I'm going to do sales because I, I was studying Grand Cardone yeah. and I, I've written like, you know, um, a bit over 80,000 uh, words on first, like say, like a sales training platform. So that's what I was doing. And then that's right. Yeah. I put that on hold and I was like, it was so difficult to write that content, by the way, I'm too hyperactive to be writing content for that long. It was so difficult. It was one of the most challenging things. I, I probably will finish it because it's like, it's like a, it's like a challenge. Totally. And um, you started it, you got to finish it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, I need a break from that. And that's when I got into coaching full time. Mm. And that's when I was like, whoops, I should have been doing this, you know? And then I was like, I can do both. That's what I was like. I can do both. Yeah. Yeah. It's very hard to do. I think it's what I've learned as well. um, Having that mindset of doing both, even with training, right? So it's like going all in, it feels good to go all in on one thing and just dominate that. It's hard to have, like your foot in everything else, like totally. for me, for me at least. Mm. For other people, yeah. it might. Mm. I'm sure, like many people, have different revenue streams, um, you know, or, or multiple different businesses. It's hard to do that. It is right. It's very it hard is. to do that. So, um, I admire people that can. For me, I would find it difficult. I don't know if I would ever say that I can't because that that'd be wrong, the wrong attitude. Correct. But um, I feel like the future holds. Yeah, definitely. I feel like having this business is just better for me to go all in on this and mm. to make sure, like for example, as I mentioned, the systems are in place. Correct. Perhaps once the system's in place, right? We have that in place, then go. I can sort of go in onto other to do absolutely other things. Other things. Mm. Um, why do you think you became the lead coach, the lead trainer, the the Australia's go-to guy? Like, I know we mentioned earlier, like the mindset, and you generally care, but, but why are you? Like, because I'm sure there's people out there who care too, and I'm sure there's people out there who have read. I'm sure there's people out there who have that mindset, but why, Troy? What, what, not what makes you special yeah it's, it's such a hard question to answer because like i i don't know what other people feel mm. right so I, I don't know what goes through their head i just believe in myself mm. i think that's probably the number one thing the only thing i can say i honestly believe 
that I'm the best. And then it's like, that's not good enough as well because I want more. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like I honestly, I sincerely feel like I'm the best at this in Australia, but it's not good enough because I want to go beyond that. I love it because you you start to believe that, which means ultimately you start to act that way. Hence why the, the, the athletes are getting the results. Oh yeah. And then, you know what, look, look at some of the books we mentioned, like Relentless, obviously. Like Dan Pena is absolutely suck, absolute psychopath for anyone that hasn't listened. <laughs> These guys are like real alpha males, totally. right? They're, they're alphas and like Trump's an alpha. Michael Jordan, absolutely. all the people that I've sort of mentioned, absolutely. they have that personality and I feel like I've sort of adapted mm-hmm. to, to some of their qualities, right? That's, yeah. that's how I feel. Yeah. So it's just having this confidence and belief in yourself. And when I ask people, like, for example, I, had, like, I was talking about like, whether the, the bodybuilding contest is going to go forward this year in season yeah. B, yeah. so October for IFB specifically. I was talking to um, a girl the other day, and she was just talking about like, some of my girls. I go, I've got the pro card. Like, the girl like, from my bikini competitor, I go, one of my girls, she's going to win the pro card. How do you know that? I, just, I said, well, just know. She's like, oh, I'm going to do well. I said, not unless you join my team. Like, that's just the attitude that I have because I just know automatically that a coach sucks. Mm-hmm he couldn't possibly be doing what I'm doing. Like that's, that's how I feel in terms of the work ethic, in terms of not even just work ethic. You take that aside, but people don't have attention to detail within bikini. Mm-hmm. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's an art. It's like with anything, if you're at the top of the food chain with, with the, and I don't want to say that I am, cause that's kind of sounds retarded, but yeah. if, well, in Australia, if you, like you said, you, you potentially are. Yeah. With, with, um, I think people just, I don't know what's wrong with them. I just feel like it's there to take, like if you want to take it, like, there's your opportunity, like work for it. I just don't understand why people aren't competitive and don't want it. I found like, how did I get to the top within a year? Like that's really shit for everyone else. Like that's my type of what I think about. What you're feeling and thinking in your head. This is me overthinking. Like when you actually ask me that now, I actually think about it. I'm like, how the fuck did that happen? Like on whose watch? You know what I mean? Like who was the the go-to person? And I just came in and said, fuck off. I don't even know who that person is. It doesn't really matter who that person is. You know what I'm saying? So, and but it's I like, like it, man. I like it. I, yeah, I want to go beyond that. Real relentless. It, it is. It goes back to what you said there about like some of the names that you mentioned. It, it is really about having that. Did you always have that belief and confidence though? No, definitely not. Definitely you not. You believe I, now more because you've got the results. Have it when you got started though. Did you come into it thinking I'm going to be the fucking best, or did you come into it saying like, I just want to get some results and see how we go? I think, see, because I think because I did a part time for a while, I had a bit of experience behind uh, me. Yeah, true. So, yeah, when I first started doing it, I was like, I was taught by the best in my mind because I was yeah. like, I hired the best. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this is awesome. No one knows what lane sort of protocols true. are. Yeah. I'm ahead of the game because all everyone in Australia sucks. Yeah. That was like my like <laughs> that was my line of thinking. So you're telling yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I was telling oh. myself that. So whether that and I mean that's eternal dialogue. Whether that's totally. true or not is another Doesn't thing. Matter. But in my mind, it was the right thing. And it was mm. like, no, this is mm. the absolute truth. So, you know, going back to affirmations, like you need to speak as if it already exists. Yeah. And if it's true. Get into existence, yeah. Right. So yeah. I feel like that all, everything just connects. Yeah. yeah. I just it feel does. like everything connects. Like, if you allow it to as well. Yeah, absolutely. You but it, you said you're open to it. I never doubted myself either. I never thought that I couldn't. That's mm. another thing. I was never like... If I, if I thought I could, I can do better. I'm always thinking I can do better. Right. Mm, mm. But I never say I can't like, I, I don't mm. like that. Like, it's always like, I will find a way. That's, always, the, yeah. that's a different type of attitude. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah. if you don't know, like go to someone who's the best and learn from them Correct. or, or reverse engineer what they're doing and well, go, hold on. 
what can I take out of that? And I want to do everything better. Fuck reverse engineering. Like once you figure out what their process is, totally. make it yours, do it better. Totally, totally, totally. It was funny because I got interviewed yesterday on a, on a podcast and the, the girl sort of said to me, like sort of explain your journey into real food vending. And it was the exact same thing. Like I remember walking into the first few meetings and making the first few cold calls. It was like, I made those calls and sent those emails as if like, why wouldn't you take our product? Like, mm. Why wouldn't you have what we have? If you said no to me, I was like, are you fucking serious? Like, what's your problem? Maybe not mm. in that language, but I was like, what do you mean? Like, okay, cool. Well, you said, you said no. Like, what does that mean? Like, how can you not want what we have? I was so committed to the process of we've got the best possible thing. Like I found a gap. We're going to be the market leaders. We're going to be Australia's leaders from day one. Did I have the experience and knowledge? No. Have I built that up? Yes. But I genuinely went into it thinking that no one's going to beat us at what we do. Even if someone tries to come and compete, awesome. I'll help you, but you're still not going to have, like you said, that mindset, that belief, that focus that I have to be able to match it at my level. Um, you know, we've been in, in vending for three years now and we're fucking already nearly at the same level as what people have been around for 20, 30, 40, 50 years in the game, you know? Um, so again, hats off to what you've been able to do in the last year. You know, it's incredible to be able to, like you said, go from dabbling half, half, a couple of people here and there doing it for free, doing it for fun to then being the guy in Australia. Yeah. But that, that probably is also the reason because I, I enjoy it. It's, it's easy to do something good if you enjoy it. I was like, I did it for fun. Like if, if mm, someone said, mm. someone said like to me, oh, would you pay people for free? Hell yeah, I did it before and I'll do it mm. again. Like, mm. it's not like something that goes away. I totally. actually really enjoy it. Yeah. So if you enjoy something and enjoy winning, like there's a winning element because there's a competition, mm. like winning, you know what, you know, it's like, I would say that winning is everything, but for the people that don't resonate with that, wanting to win is everything. Yeah, totally. Right. Wanting totally. to win is everything. Mm. Mm. my mindset is very similar. Why else would you do something if you're not going to win? Mm. Like why else would I even want to engage in the process of doing something? If my mindset was, I want to win that. Yeah. I want to dominate it. You know, Oh, you know, what's even interesting. Like look at it from a different perspective. This is me overthinking, right? Thought about that. <laughs> Here we go. Is <laughs> like, how would you feel being the other guy? Right? Like fuck that. Like I, that, even that just makes me think, wow. I would not want to be that guy. You know, that, that guy that's just, the, you know, the average coach just chilling totally. with his average clients, yeah, yeah, not yeah, making waves, yeah. you know, not, not having fun. Like, fuck that guy. Like if, and you know what? I guess maybe everyone starts off as that guy and that's fine, but totally. you got to want more and build yeah. that up and, yeah. and yeah. be, be all you can be. Like, totally. as you yeah. say, be great. Totally. Well, exactly right. Well, that's basically what the book is about. So why the fuck wouldn't you want to be great? Like, why just be okay? It makes complete sense to me. Give me a genuine reason why just being okay or just being good, you know, give me a reason why I should believe you. <laughs> give me a reason why just being okay at something is valuable. Give me a, I'm, I'm always, give it to me, go. Wow, yeah, I absolutely <laughs> love that. You know, like there is nothing. There, there is generally nothing. There is absolutely not, like, yeah. And, and the people that would say that it's okay, I don't want to talk to you anymore. You know, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, mate. what a waste, what a waste of time. And yeah. it's so hard. It's so easy to do that. And sometimes it's hard to get rid of mm. people that do mm. bring it down mm. and to, it's, it's so important to recognize and sometimes call you, call you out your own bullshit as well. And be like, Correct. all right, I'm actually this bad person too. Mm. And, and focus on your own shit. But definitely anyone that's negative, that has that type of attitude, very pessimistic. You know what? You have your own dreams. Like, uh, you know, I'll have mine. You do you, I'll do me and happy days. Exactly. We may, we, may, we may never cross paths again, but that's totally fine. I'm sure you'll be watching online. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Absolutely that's love that's that. the truth though, isn't it? Though? Like, 
cool. Like if you want to do that, then that's fine, man. Like I'm all high five, go do what you need to do, but we won't be hanging out. We won't be talking as much because, you know, I'll be working until 2 a.m. Like, like you and working Sundays and not really understanding what a Sunday lunch and brunch <laughs> is. Yeah, exa- exactly. Um, love it. A couple more questions to, to start to wrap it up. Um, was there something that someone ever said to you that really just stuck with you and it's like you sort of go back on it? Not so much like what's your number one tip or not like that. Did someone ever say something to you like, yeah, like that resonates with me, but that stuck with me. I draw back on it a lot. There's probably, I think over time, like not, there was not one big thing, but a couple of things that did stick in my head was just a few people along the way that said, hey, Troy, like you're going to get somewhere. Like I believe in mm. you. Just a couple of those comments. There's a few people that I really respected. Yes. That, you know, were making a lot of money or they were just successful in whatever they were doing. Yeah. That said, hey, like, you know, you're switched on kid. Like you're going to do well. Like just keep mm. at it. And you just mm. look, oh, thanks man. Like positivity is everything. And then like you take that and you're like, even though I was probably had the worst mindset imaginable back then, whenever I received that, yeah, I look back and go, oh, look, how, how did that person see that? And like, mm. what was it about me that made them say that? But it makes me feel good. Yeah. So I think mm. positivity is everything. If you see something in someone, give them some encouragement because that can Absolutely. change everything. Absolutely. Because we're talking about you know our environment and you know negative people. What about being positive? So I look 100%. back and think about like all these older blokes that were in this position. It was just so encouraging. I was just like, mm. wow, like that's, that's exactly what I needed. And, um, how, how long have you got one, some of those, for example, just, just, just along the journey, like, you know, like five, I don't know, 10 it, years, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Five, 10 years. See even, how powerful that is though. It really is. Five, it, 10 it years sticks on, with you. you're still correct. And it will stick with you probably forever. You'll be like, I remember when I was 15, 16, 18, 20, whatever. Someone yeah. And then, you know, and it's funny because I, I also have the opposite as well. And, um, one of them, was just like this person just didn't believe me was just a smart ass and was like oh you're just gonna be i can't recall some manager at like i think it was like a vacuum store or something like that i don't know (laughs) something really weird like a godfrey's it was like the most troll comment i've ever heard and i was like i was like what the fuck is that like i'm like really and i was like okay it didn't it didn't make me angry i was sort of puzzled at the time i was confused but i i think back at that and i'm just like fuck you and your fucking godfrey's we're still there bro <laughs> I should, you know what I should do? I should, I should like pretend that I'm failing and just get a job at Godfrey's if I can during COVID because I'm out of business. No, <laughs> we shouldn't. We don't want to put that out to the universe. Agree, do we? agree. We don't want to do that. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, cool. For you, if you could give, I don't think gives the right word. If you could be a particular person or be that something that someone needed. Someone come to you and like, I, I need that. It sort of goes, it sort of ties into what you previously just said about the positivity. But if you could give something to someone, what would it be? Confidence. Confidence, definitely. And, and I do that with um, a lot of the ladies that I work with, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the coolest thing about being a coach. One of the coolest things is just giving people confidence in that belief in themselves. So believing in someone is probably the greatest gift that you can give them. Yeah. 100%. And, and 100%. thinking about it, like, as like, I'm thinking as we're talking, right. Totally. And that's all those people that said, Hey, listen, you could be great. I was like, Oh, really? Like, like, I know that I'm like in my mind, in my internal dialogue, I think that I'm intelligent. I just don't have totally. confidence. I haven't yeah. developed the skills or whatever, yeah. whatever it was mm-hmm. at the time. And I'm like, Oh, really? And then with my clients that I have, 
it's the same thing. Like maybe they don't believe in themselves. Their internal dialogue, they're like, oh, they're 50, 50. They're not sure. Make them sure. Like it is, it feels so good to make someone understand that, Hey, look, they're, they're believed in, you believe in them. And I think that's like, that's probably the number one thing that I, I would like to share and to give to people is to, to listen, to ask them questions, self-belief, figure mm. out what they yeah. want and like, yeah. and believe in that goal. Yeah, totally. I love it. Troy, you're a legend. Thank you so much. I've actually enjoyed this, man. I've taken heaps of notes. I've written lots down. I've taken a lot of uh, little key takeaways for myself. I'm sure the listeners got a lot out of it. Um, how do people find out more from you, man? Like, how do people find out more from what Troy's doing? Where's the best space to connect and communicate with you? I, I love Instagram. So Instagram, just you can at Troy J Thornton. You can send me a direct message, have a conversation. I'll be um, happy to answer any questions if there's love any. It. Love it. Perfect. Perfect. Well, guys, you heard it. Uh, hit Instagram, go and see Troy there. Uh, definitely follow. I, I, I will say, I'll, I'll back up on that, is that you don't, I find like your feed and, and everything that you sort of do put out there. Even when we have conversations, whether it's on a podcast or just back and forth messages, short ones here and there, there's always value there. Like it's no fluffy shit. And I, I definitely have a lot of respect for that. Cause again, it's very easy to just sort of give out the, what are you, like you said, what are you doing today? You know, what do you mean? What am I fucking doing today? I'm doing what I do every fucking other day. I'm working hard, man. I'm hustling. You know, but you give, you actually give a really good value. And, I, and, I, and like you said, I think you generally do care about people's success and how they feel and, and where they get in life. Uh, hence why you've got that result in the first 12 months of what you're doing, you know, because if you didn't, you wouldn't have got that. Yeah. Ultimately. You know, um, you know what? Value first. Value first and then everything totally. else will fall into place. You, you, get, you get everything else after that for yourself. Um, but again, man, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Look, guys, go and reach out to Troy. But for all you guys out there listening in and shooting in, have an amazing day. Uh, and I look forward to having you on the next episode. Take care for now.